Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode 22 of Real Estate Investing in New York with me, Christina Kremitas. And in this episode, I'm sharing my top five most recommended neighborhoods in New York to invest in this year. So stay tuned, we're covering everything here. Welcome back guys. Thank you for being here for another episode of Real Estate Investing in New York. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you my favorite neighborhoods right now, my top five neighborhoods that I would recommend investing in if you are looking to make a real estate investment in New York this year. The truth is that there is a lot of opportunity in New York, especially now that there is a chance for you to get a little bit more of a discount. So it was kind of hard to narrow down my favorite neighborhoods, but there are definitely neighborhoods that stand out dramatically with respect to value per square foot. There are neighborhoods in New York that actually appreciated this year despite the pandemic, which went against all odds, which also of course made its way into my consideration. And finally, I do a lot of business in both Manhattan and Brooklyn. And oftentimes when I'm working with buyers in these neighborhoods, we will check out the hottest areas and then we will narrow it down from there. I know that there's been so much communication about real estate in New York lately. So pretty much what this is accomplishing for you is cutting through the noise and showing you where my clients actually have been ending up purchasing and which areas are offering the best value right now based on my expertise. Before I jump into my top five neighborhoods, I did just want to urge you guys to like and subscribe your friendly reminder please if you are listening on the podcast please subscribe to my podcast and leave it a five-star review if you're watching on YouTube please be sure to like this video and leave me a comment and make sure that you're subscribed to the YouTube channel guys this really means so much to me it helps me bring more of these videos to you guys and it is completely free it's the easiest thing that you guys can do to support me and it helps so much so I truly truly appreciate it so jumping in the first neighborhood I'm going to talk about is the financial district located at the southern tip of Manhattan. So there's a lot happening right now in the financial district. Firstly, a bunch of new development residential buildings are being built. So you've got new developments on Greenwich Street going up, William Street, that's brand new, Park Row, that's brand new, down on Broad Street, the list goes on. There's a lot of building happening and these are expensive, great quality, tall luxury condominium buildings. And that does coincide with the architecture that you typically find in the financial district, which are more of those tall, buildings that often have luxury amenities. There's a good mix of your old-fashioned buildings with intricate architecture and newer buildings that are made of glass and steel. A lot of buildings in the financial district have been converted from commercial space and office space. So because of that, you do have apartments that have interesting floor plans, but that's really why the buildings are very big. And there's really not much of a townhouse vibe in most areas of the financial district. It's more of the big luxury buildings, which is good because there's a high concentration of condos in the neighborhood. So if you're looking to invest and have a tenant in the property, the condos are very conducive for that they show very well they rent out very well so it's definitely great for someone that's looking to put their money into an investment property and let it sit and grow 
I actually personally invested in the financial district about seven years ago and I absolutely love it. I'm glad that I did it and I have a tenant in my property right now. And even despite the pandemic, my apartment was able to sublet. It did take a little bit of time, but there was definitely an influx of tenants, especially due to all of the colleges and city buildings that are in the area. So it definitely lends itself well to renting. Something that's nice about the financial district is that you're surrounded by water on all sides. And it's very walkable because as you go more south in Manhattan, the land gets very narrow. So on the west side, you have the Battery Park water area and of course, Bowling Green and Battery Park down to the southern tip. And on the east side, you have the South Street Seaport and that very quaint, cute village vibe over there. A ton of money has been put into developing big shopping centers on both the west and east sides of the financial district. So you have the World Trade Center on the west that has the luxury Westfield Mall, as well as One World Trade, which is also known as the Freedom Tower, which has a lot of commercial space as well. And then on the South Street Seaport side, there is a brand new renovated mall at Pier 17 with high-end dining restaurants. It's really, really beautiful, and there's definitely been a lot of money put into these efforts. So they're going to want to support these initiatives by continuing to increase the value of the area. There's also the newly renovated Fulton Center train station, which which gets pretty much every train that you could ever need, whether you're going to the west side or east sides of Manhattan, going uptown or down into Brooklyn. So it's an amazing, amazing location for transportation. So yeah, like I mentioned earlier, there are several colleges in the neighborhood as well as a lot of city and government buildings. So there's always new influx of people coming in and out who are looking for rental apartments and even to purchase. So what's great about the timing right now for the financial district is that the businesses and the developer sites in the neighborhood have just put so much effort into creating these new beautiful amenity spaces and attractions. And then COVID hit, which pretty much delayed the influx of people coming to learn about it. So the cool thing is that there are a lot of discounts to be had in the neighborhood right now. And once COVID is over and people are out and about again, there's an opportunity to realize significant upside because more and more people are going to be coming to this area as they continue to market it. Some areas of Manhattan dropped significantly in terms of median sales price and number of transactions that were done. And though those numbers did drop as well in the financial district, they did not drop as badly as some other neighborhoods in the city. So it's just something to keep in mind. Neighborhood number two that I wanna talk about is the Upper East Side and Lenox Hill areas of Manhattan. This is another area where there are great deals to be had right now. This neighborhood benefits from a surplus of inventory at the moment, and these apartments are being offered for pretty affordable price points right now. So if you're looking for a deal in Manhattan, this is a great option. I just recently got one of my buyer clients a pretty significant discount off of the asking price for property in Lenox Hill. And in addition to that, I also negotiated for him $10,000 in the form of a closing credit that's pretty much just going to come to him as extra cash in his pocket that he's going to get at the closing table. So like I always talk about, there are many different cool creative ways that you can negotiate for your best interest when you're buying property in the city, but it's just something to keep in mind that there's definitely the opportunity to get a discount in this area right now. 
One of the great features of this area that I think makes it prime for investing is that there are several hospital complexes on the Upper East Side. These are large hospital systems that also have large residency programs. So you've got doctors, you've got administration employees that take apartments here, you have tons of residency students, and there's also schools as well. So there's a lot of movement in this neighborhood, great opportunity to find renters and tenants, and also good opportunity to, once you've held onto the property for a while, to sell and be able to sell fairly quickly. The buildings in this area do tend to have doormen and amenities, but there's also plenty of opportunity to find lower rise townhouse type buildings without an elevator or even like more bare bones buildings that do have an elevator, but not a lot of extra frivolous amenities. So if you're looking for something where you're not going to be overpaying in maintenance or paying for amenities that you don't use, the Upper East Side is a great location for that. There are dozens of new residential developments going on in the area as well, which is always a good sign of growth. Colleges have campuses in the area. And again, like in the financial district, the prices and number of transactions in this area did not drop as much as some areas of Manhattan did. Jumping into my top three neighborhoods in Brooklyn right now, I feel like this is where it gets juicy because everyone's heard a thousand times over that Manhattan's good investment. It always is, it always comes back. It's just the tried and true. But Brooklyn is where a lot of people have set their sights lately. And there's a lot of opportunity to get in while it's a little bit less expensive and be able to ride that wave up and capitalize on it. So my first Brooklyn neighborhood that I wanna tell you about is Windsor Terrace. Windsor Terrace is located directly below Park Slope and just to the west side of Prospect Park. So as you know, Park Slope is a very expensive neighborhood in Brooklyn. It's more expensive than some neighborhoods in Manhattan are actually. And the benefit of Windsor Terrace is that you get a lot of the character and the charm that you find in Park Slope. But since you're just a little bit south, you actually benefit from significantly lower pricing. And now there's been so much saturation in Park Slope that people are naturally just coming south into Windsor Terrace. So the area is seeing a really big upswing. You've got great access to transportation. There's over a dozen residential new development buildings going up here. And the median sales price, as well as the number of transactions that were done in this area in 2020, also both increased despite the pandemic, which is a great feat. The median price per square foot stayed about the same year over year from the prior, and that rings in at about $924 per square foot. You've got tons of bars, restaurants, and coffee shops, and you're situated very close to two big areas of green space. So you have Park Slope directly to the east, and you have Greenwood Cemetery right to the west. And because of that great proximity to huge areas of green space, Windsor Terrace was actually featured in a recent Brick Underground article that was titled, Best New York City Neighborhoods to Live in During the Coronavirus Pandemic. Also, there are a lot of townhomes in Windsor Terrace, so there is a good chance that you'll be able to find yourself some private outdoor space. And if you're buying on the first floor of a townhouse, you'll also get a backyard, which is super cool. The next neighborhood in Brooklyn I wanna tell you about is Greenwood Heights. This is a buzzier area, but it's still very peaceful and laid back. Here you're going to find mostly townhouses on hilly streets, but there are a lot of new luxury high-rise condo buildings being developed here. The numbers here have done phenomenally year over year. The median price per square foot increased by 37% to $1,246 per square foot. And that's despite the pandemic. The number of transactions in Greenwood Heights also increased by 14% year over year. Greenwood Heights is located south of Park Slope along the western edge of Brooklyn. So this neighborhood also directly borders Greenwood Cemetery. And Greenwood Cemetery is a 
beautiful span of green space that people really enjoy going, walking the grounds, and just relaxing. If you haven't seen it, it might sound crazy, but people really, really love it. This area is very close to Industry City, which is a huge complex for dining and shopping, and it has such a trendy vibe, which is a huge amenity for the area. Subway access is also good here, and you're in close proximity to co-working space and a cool industrial vibe near the water to the west side. And the last neighborhood I want to tell you about in Brooklyn, but definitely not the least, is Sheepshead Bay. Now, unless you're a Brooklyn native or you really like going to the beach, you may not have come across Sheepshead Bay yet. Developers who've made their way into Brooklyn started on the north side of the borough, pretty much like where you would enter Brooklyn from Manhattan, which is very north in Brooklyn. And Sheepshead Bay is one of the southernmost neighborhoods in Brooklyn. And Brooklyn's huge. To put into perspective, Sheepshead Bay is a 15 mile drive to the closest possible point of Manhattan. So there's definitely a lot of distance there and that's why many people, especially people who are buying from out of state, they know about Manhattan and if they're going to approach Brooklyn as a potential investment location, they try to stick to neighborhoods that are as close to Manhattan as possible. So going south all the way to Sheepshead Bay is not something that most people are open to doing. But New York locals and Brooklyn locals love Sheepshead Bay and it's only a matter of time until everyone else catches on to it. Sheepshead Bay sits between several highly desirable neighborhoods but the reason why I chose Sheepshead Bay on my list is because there is an express train line that runs directly through that neighborhood. So if your commute and access to transportation is important to you, which 99% of the time it is, especially when you're looking to invest in real estate, Sheepshead Bay is the ideal point. It's only a 45 minute public transportation ride from the city and usually around 30 minutes if you're driving. Sheepshead Bay is a beautiful waterfront neighborhood and when I take my clients there, they fall in love. There are tons of new building developments going up that are residential. A lot of them are luxury. You've got new ones that came in, Avalon, Brooklyn Bay, which really pushed what was going on in the neighborhood up to that. There was building going on in the neighborhood for the past several years, but they were smaller condos. And now we're seeing more and more bigger luxury condo buildings come into the area that have a lot of amenities. The median price per square foot went up by 37% year over year, according to the 2020 data. And that brings the median price per square foot in Sheepshead Bay to about $662 per square foot, which is expensive, but definitely a better value than you're seeing in North Brooklyn and even in Manhattan. So from Sheepshead Bay, you are in walking distance to a gorgeous, gorgeous waterfront neighborhood called Manhattan Beach. You pretty much cross over a bay of water and you are on the beach in a neighborhood that's lined with mansions. And if you walk a little further down, there's a boardwalk that brings you to the iconic Coney Island neighborhood and Coney Island Beach. There you'll find the famous Luna Park with the Cyclone roller coaster. You'll find Nathan's. You'll find historic and iconic dining, all waterfront and absolutely beautiful. There are a ton of opportunities to get yourself a waterfront condo. Honestly, this neighborhood is going to take a few more years than the others I mentioned 
to really garner the mass appeal that's going to drive the prices up through the roof but it's going to happen and it's not that far out which is why i wanted to include it on this list something that is also really important to mention from an investment perspective is that the department of city planning through the resilient neighborhoods initiative has placed its sights on Sheepshead Bay in an effort to build the vibrancy of the commercial space in this area. There's a strip in Sheepshead Bay called Emmons Avenue and it's lined with lounges, nightlife, restaurants, upscale places. It's really gorgeous. And one of the concerns for that area is flooding because it's literally on the water. So this government program as of late 2020 has started taking a very close look at this section of the neighborhood. And there is now a proposal in place to update the public space regulations in the Sheepshead Bay District to promote the creation of well-designed and flood resilient inviting spaces that support the commercial vibrancy of Emmons Avenue. So this is a big deal and it just shows that there's so much focus on this location right now. And there's a lot that's going into making it very appealing for investors and the community. To be walking distance to a beach is a great asset and that's what Sheepshead Bay offers. So that completes my list of the top five neighborhoods in New York to invest in in 2021. Of course, if you have any questions, you can email me anytime. My email address is christina.cremitas at element.com. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. I've been running weekly giveaways where I give away my merchandise. I'm actually wearing my merchandise right now. This is the crew neck sweater and this is the burgundy color. It comes with matching sweatpants. I'll show you them while I'm here because I'm wearing them. These are the sweatpants that come with the burgundy crew neck. They're so amazing anyway so i give a set of my merchandise away every single thursday along with my other branded merch including hand sanitizer and tote bags you definitely want to get in on it so go check out my instagram page and make sure you're following me there please guys also do not forget to like and subscribe to my channels it means so much to me and it helps me continue bringing you guys this content thank you so much for being here and stay tuned for the next episode episode 23 where i'm going to be talking about what exactly a mortgage contingency is and what the new covid19 funding provision is so stay tuned for that and i'll see you then